This is the Mariah Report. News, pop culture, and all things Mariah Carey. Christmas is here. Welcome to the Mariah Report. I'm Martin Burgess. And I'm Dan Enriquez. Thanksgiving is done. Yes, exactly. Officially. Yeah. Officially. But honestly, I feel like I don't really do thanksgiving so like if chris if thanksgiving is canceled i'm okay with it i'm totally fine i feel i mean i just go on about my regular business what do you think about this idea of switching it into the national um, native american heritage day let's or appreciation day let's do that yeah yeah i mean but i feel like just the whole ceremonious thing of like you know doing the turkey and all girl you can do whatever you want on thanksgiving not very environmental no <laughs> these poor turkeys are out there Hi, guys. Um, it's yes, the Mariah Report. I, it is. It is. <laughs> but, but we're officially in holiday season. More eating coming. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. And we know this because Mariah tweeted today about making greens. Yeah. Her greens. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, we got some All I Want for Christmas updates. Yes. Mariah's been, the season. Mariah's been doing interviews. Uh-huh. Revealing oh, things. A lot of them, actually. Yes. Uh, the Grammys nominations came out. Which we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about that. We also have a special guest after the break, Ruben Rodriguez. He's joining us from Spain, and he, I guess, was the lead translator for the book. Yes, the new uh, meaning of Mariah is going to be translated into Spanish, and he's the guy who did it. Yeah. So he's going to tell us all about it. It was going to be, yeah, really good. Fun and fascinating. Stay tuned for that. But here we are. Yes, here we are. Here we are. Mariah's out there cooking her greens, mm -hmm. and she says mac and cheese is also on the menu. Okay. So that's great. Good. We love that. We love that. You know, I, I can do without Thanksgiving, but I will, year round, I love a good stuffing. I don't year even round. need a turkey. I don't need a turkey. Just by itself? Yes. Just like, yes. Just absolutely. bread and seasoning? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> How do you make it? Well, if I just want it just regular, I'll just do like, a, you know, the regular uh, stove top stuffing. But like if I'm feeling festive, I like to put all kinds of things in there. You know, uh -huh. like you could do like some sliced apples. You could do sausage. You could do a celery. Mm. You could do all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Cranberries you could put up in there. Mm. I mean, it's really for me, it's all about the bread. Mm -hmm. And the bread has to be nice, mm -hmm. good quality bread. You can't just be doing the, you know. The stuff Wonder that bread. you feed the birds. Right. No, you can't. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've got a good uh, stuffing recipe from Bon Appetit. Oh, yes. Uh -huh. it's, called like the, it's called like perfect stuffing or something. You should look it up. It's oh, good. I might. But it's good bread. You need like old sourdough and you hand tear it off. Yes, you must. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. But yes. then you bake it and toast the bread. Yes. And then there's a ton of butter, celery, onions, seasonings. It's good. I believe it. I, I might have to look into that because I do love a good stuffing. Oh, and then like this egg mixture and then you bake the whole thing. Oh, it's baked. Uh, oh, like that with the eggs. Yes, yeah, really oh, good. Okay. It's good, good, good. Might have to try that out. Now, you know, the, the other thing that's now going to be on the Thanksgiving list and the Christmas list and the holiday list is the Black Irish. Yes. Because Mariah was just in Forbes magazine talking oh, yeah. about uh, Black Irish. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, we know that there's this big, 
lawsuit happening with the Black Irish in the European states. According to the Food and Wine magazine. That's what they said. Yes. That's what they said. So over here in uh, uh, the U.S., we're like, well, everything's fine. It's still on the shelves. What's happening? They said they're not going to make it anymore, blah, blah, blah. The, the, the root of the debacle is that the manufacturer of Black Irish is going to stop making it altogether. Right. In and I'm Ireland. Like, I'm, I'm, I have to stock up. Yeah. Because I need but it But has every anybody year. told Mariah? I don't think so, because she's out here talking to Forbes magazine like it's going to be on her Thanksgiving and holiday list every year now. Well, I think in my mind, they've made the stock already. It's already on the ship. It's like waiting to be unloaded in the dock and, and put into the stores. And she still has to sell it. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you have to get Move rid of what you got. Yeah, exactly. But she's over here with uh, Forbes magazine, and she says, Every year I go on a sleigh ride with my family and friends. We have tiramisu and hot cocoa, which may or may not be spiked. And this tradition sparked the initial idea for Black Irish. Uh. And then they go on to say, While working to bring Black Irish to life, Mariah and her team realized that the liqueur could be enjoyed year-round, not just during the holidays. It's amazing over ice, mixed into a milkshake, served over ice cream, or poured into coffee, she said. And then also she loves a great sweet cream liqueur and thought Black Irish could be something unique, fun, and festive. So that's sort of where the initial idea popped up from. Because when we first heard about it, we're like, well, girl, where's my bottle of wine? Mm -hmm. She's like, but she's into something else. She's letting all those other folks deal with that. Yes, she's that's the get, common mm -hmm. pop stars. That's that's for the, the pop star peasants. <laughs> yes. Mariah's legendary, honey. She don't play with that. Not the tequilas, not with the wines, uh -huh. none of that. No. <laughs> Um, which I sort of do like, and I know that Black Irish is delicious, but... It is good. It is. It's a good quality product. Girl, don't get me started, mm -hmm. especially on the salted caramel, which may or may not be Mariah's favorite. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. I think that's a fan favorite. That is definitely a fan favorite. <laughs> Absolutely. So I don't know what, what's going to come of Black Irish, but I mean, I'm going to keep on drinking it, sipping it, and buying it. Just until the wheels come off, I guess. <laughs> or, or they figure some, something or out. they figure something out. Yeah. I don't know, but that's a debacle for sure. But I don't know how Mariah. The only thing I can think involved. of is change the name. Yeah, but then it wouldn't really work. Why? Because then it's just not, and it's like, who cares? No, because then all these original Black Irish has become like the original Mariah Carey without Love Takes Time on it, collector's items. Okay, well, for that aspect of it, yes, I'll get like a whole crate and barrel of them. You see what I mean? You know, what I, yeah, mm -hmm, and stock up and then, you know, save them till they're like a million dollars each. I'm sure we can come up with a cute new name. I don't know. I want to see what Mariah's in, input on this whole lawsuit is. The lawsuit is just name-based. It's not it the is. recipe. I know, because they're completely different products. Yeah. But, like, girl, you can't just change the name. Why can't they just change the name? Who? The other Black Irish. Because they want the Mariah money. Yeah, but they're not getting it. Yeah, but now we're suffering. But, I mean, I, we're not suffering yet. Yeah. <laughs> There's a pending crisis happening. There is a pending crisis, so we have to be concerned. There's a pending but... shortage. <laughs> Black Irish shortage. But, as of right now, we're okay. So, we're just going to keep... I don't know. Somebody has to... Uh, Figure get, it out. There's a lot of tug and pull, but we'll see mm -hmm. what happens. Yeah. So, we'll see. But, you know what else with the Black Irish? There was just a new promo photo released. All right. Now, this one she found in the vault. I think so, because doesn't it sort of, like, look familiar? It looks familiar. I can't put my finger on it. Me neither. I'm thinking memoirs days. Memoirs. I'm thinking it could be memoirs as well. Or Mimi's. Mimi. 
I think it might go far as far back as Mimi. Mimi it, it's anywhere from like Mimi. now until 15 years ago. Because sometimes yeah. with Mariah, you can't tell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, you know, because Mariah doesn't age, maybe she did just take this, you know, she last year. could have. She could have, but... The vibe is meme very meme-ish. Possibly empty squared. Could be. It, it's in there somewhere. But you know how also Mariah loves to, like, recreate a lot of her photos or, like, you know, stuff like that. I don't know, but it's a cute fit picture. It's good. Don't waste that picture. Oh, no, no. It should have been out and, you yeah. know, populated many, many years ago. Yeah, yeah. Use it. Use it. <laughs> so that's cute. And I do see that Black Irish is always putting out now, like, little um, on their Instagram, all the little drinks. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, these are, like, drink recipes. And the, the recipe is, like, Black Irish coffee. Coffee. Ice. Ice. And I'm like, girl. <laughs> or it's like black Irish uh, hot cocoa whipped cream. Uh, girl. <laughs> keep it simple. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> or keep it complicated. Yeah. You pick. I don't know. But anyways, they're doing their best over there at Black Irish, and it's delicious, so I love it. Do you know I Googled the Mariah Cookies? Uh-huh. They're right here. You can get them close by. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Because, you oh, know, yeah. in New York, there it, it was a little bit of a distance. A situation, yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I might get some. However, I, I'm going to go on a cookie tangent now. Okay. I discovered these cookies that are plant-based, and they're, like, in the refrigerator. Mm. And you just bake them up. Oh, yeah? Girl, they're delicious. I'm getting to the plant-based. Girl, the plant-based is where it's at. I've never had a more delicious cookie outside of Mariah's cookies. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, and they're not too huge. They're regular-sized cookies. Where Mariah's are, like, huge. 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 You can have, like, a quarter of one and be satisfied. Yes. But then you have some for later. Yeah, yeah. These are, like, little regular ones. They're super good. I can't remember the name of them, but they're plant-based. They're out there everywhere you go. This is the California creeping into us because yeah. I had like a whole vegan weekend. I had like a vegan burger oh, really? for like one day and the next day I had vegan Mexican food. Oh, delicious. Delicious. Delish. Girl, when it's done right, it's done right because yes. I went to a vegan restaurant over here in the LA, in uh-huh. West Hollywood. Delicious. Casa Madres or something? Yes. Something yes. Like, something along those lines. Something like that. Yeah. Madre. Uh, Madre gracias from- Madre. Yes, yes, yes. There we go. We knew Mama was up in it somewhere. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, d- absolutely delicious. Yes, plant-based, uh, all that good stuff. I'm not going to turn vegan, but fold it in a little. Th- there you go. There you go. That's it. Uh, yeah, I'm no longer afraid of like vegan. And you know who else is vegan is the Jermaine Dupree. He's vegan. He's all vegan and everything. He has an ice cream out. And it's vegan. Yeah. I feel like I want to taste it. I'll give it a try. I would give it a try. I'll give anything vegan a try now because I see that... It's come a long way. It has come a long way. And there's and there's like a lot of like the plant-based meats mm-hmm. and all of those things, which taste very, very good. Mm-hmm. You know, I was watching something on it. This is totally now uh, the, the vegan, vegan report. report. <laughs> but there is... Um, now they're going to do... They're going to grow meat in a lab. I've heard of this. Isn't that interesting? My only thing about, see, here's my peeve about all of that, like that and Uh the veganism of it all, is that when you start messing with it like that, like I had a chicken, vegan chicken burger. I couldn't finish. I took two bites and it was disgusting. Oh, it wasn't good. Because it just felt like I was eating like gluten. Oh, yeah, no. Okay. that, I was like, this feels more junk foody than actual junk food. Like McDonald's. Than the fries at McDonald's. Exactly. Because (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like with that kind of stuff, your body doesn't know what to do with it. Because it's so foreign, sort It's like, of. what is this? You've, you've changed I the composition. 
I could see that. I could see that. Well, that's why we got to look for the good quality. The good quality stuff. Of the plant-based foods and stuff like that. But speaking of McDonald's. Yes. We got some new information. We got a visual of the crew outfits. Yes. People are obsessed with us working at McDonald's. I feel, well, girl. I I'm, almost feel like pressured. We have to do it. I know. <laughs> like, I might have to go apply, honey. Um, but the uh, the crew t-shirts are super cute. Red. Yep. With the little Mariah's signature under the M. Mm-hmm. And it says crew. And it has like little sparkles and butterflies around yes, it. Yes, yes, little Christmassy. How adorable. Super cute. Everyone at McDonald's is going to be I think that's that. like the, the signature with all the little butterflies and everything. I think that's what's going to be on all the packaging. Probably, yeah. Like the bags. Yeah. And probably, you know, the menu and all yes. that kind of stuff. Yes. I'm, oh, I love it. It's super cute. I know. Absolutely adorable. Um, everybody wants a bootleg version of it. I don't know why they're not selling this thing. Well, that's the thing. Some some of the lambs out there are tweeting of how much they love it and how cute it is and how they want one and how people are going to bootleg it. Yeah. That McDonald's, you know, McDonald's over there on the Twitter, honey. They don't play. They don't play. Yeah. So they're like, oh, you guys are saying you want merch? And then like, so, but we're going to see what they have to say next. You know what I mean? Oh, you think they're going to give us merch? Maybe. Ooh. I mean, you know McDonald's, honey. If they could, if, if they, they can sell it, they yeah. will. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, like, maybe they will. You never know. But honestly, it's a good idea because you know the lambs love a good merch moment. For the museum. Of course. For yes. our everyday life. Yes. We need it. I'm sure there's a matching cap. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Yeah. I want, like, a little, like, pin slash a button pin. or something. With, with an M and yes, a with the M. Yes, yes. Wouldn't that be adorable? Yeah, yeah. That'd be so cute. I, I mean, we're just weeks away now from the unveiling of the Mariah menu. Any minute now. So I can't wait. I know. Could you imagine working at the McDonald's as a little uh, baby lamb? Back in the day. Back in the day. Yes. And being like, oh my God, Mariah's... Oh, girl, I would be living. Um, do you know what I was thinking last night? They should have timed it perfectly for a new album. And then sold it right in the shop right there. Because I had a flashback back in the day. Drummer Blossom. Of course. Drummer Joey Lawrence. Of course. Turned into a rapper. Yes. They were selling that cassette tape at McDonald's. Really? Or you got it with a meal. Oh, interesting. I don't think I knew that. They should have been handing out a Mariah album right now. Well, that's the thing. Because back in the day, there were CD stores. They didn't exist. Well, you know, they should be selling the CD single of the new Christmas single, Fall in Love at Christmas, Mm -hmm. right there in the stores. Yes. In a cardboard sleeve. In a cardboard sleeve. In a cardboard sleeve. You know what I mean? Like, make it, you know, $1.99. Yes. Add it to your meal. Yeah. Add it to your Mariah meal. Yes. Girl, that will rack up the sales. I know. Because everybody's going to be, oh, everybody's going to be doing the Mariah menu. Right. Which, by the way, if you stay tuned to our after show, I just got my... um, my CD in the mail. We're gonna un- we're gonna open it up. Oh yeah, still I haven't opened it. The yet. envelope is still sealed. Yes, finally arrived. It, it'd be way before Christmas. Oh, I'm impressed. Oh, is it cracked? Is it not cracked? That's the thing. You <laughs> never know because you know sometimes in the store when they're when they used to sell these things in the store, you could go there and you'd pick the perfect one. You could also um, the store would have. Uh, backup cases so you can just replace the case oh really yeah we see oh. it all the time oh I those things know. broke all the time oh i believe it yeah so we're gonna see how if mine made it or not but anyways that's on the after show patreon yes yes um okay back to mcdonald's what else did we get so we got the crew t-shirt which is yep. super adorable oh by the way the crew t-shirt i was thinking about i was like how would i wear this yeah <laughs> are we planning how do you judge it i'm thinking extra large okay it's a house shirt cut the sleeves off it's just like a 
long house shirt to okay. wear around. I'm down for that. Would you wear it in public? Depending on where I'm going, yeah. Where are you going with the McDonald's? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I would maybe go to I'd work. Go, I'd go to, <laughs> to McDonald's. I'd go to McDonald's. I'd maybe go to the grocery store. I'd go somewhere. Uh-huh. I mean, I wouldn't go out on a date with it, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I'd wear it somewhere. I'm thinking house shirt. Okay. Slash pajamas. I'm down for that too. Where are the McDonald's pajamas? McDonald's Mariah pajamas. Yeah. Sell them in the store. Yeah. Girl, they should sell these t-shirts in the store because they're so cute. I know. They should be selling something other than the food is what I've yeah. now realized. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, McDonald's got it. And she also uh, released a sort of like a little extended um, behind the scenes commercial moment where she's like saying all the good things that are coming. Yeah. And to stay tuned for everything. So we got a little bit of that, a little video of that, which was cute. But we already saw that in like the commercial. There's always surprises, more surprises. Yeah. McDonald's is down, always down for a sweepstake. Oh, a big oh, prize. Oh, you know what I used to love uh-huh. outside of like the Happy Meal toys? The Monopoly? The Monopoly. Uh, I loved the Monopoly moment. Now, you knew you were never going to win because you could never collect them all unless the, yes. like, the prize was a biscuit. Um, no, but you would win a free Big Mac. Yeah, free you'd whatever. win a biscuit. Yeah, small but- prize. <laughs> she would never win anything big. Yeah. But you were determined and you collected them from everybody in school. Have you seen the Monopoly documentary on HBO, The Scandal? Girl, you know what? I started watching it the other day, and then I was like, this is too good, and I'm going to fall asleep during it, so Uh let me save it for later. It's a whole scandal. So I will report back on my (laughs) viewing of that. Like criminal activity behind the scenes. Yes. No, not my good old Monopoly. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, Jesus. Get into it. Get into it. Okay, I will. I will. Anyways, we're looking forward to all the McDonald's Mariah collabo moment. It'll be festive yeah. and fun. And also, like, you know, some people kind of got a little kind of ways about her working with a McDonald's or the Walmart and Target, like these big box corporations. Right. You're going to see in our interview coming up with um, Ruben, who translated the book into Spanish. She's also giving business to independent companies as well. You know what? The spectrum is big. That's with the you, business. <laughs> you are, you are sure are right. Yeah, see? she's giving it to the small independent companies and yes. the big huge corporations. Everybody, Mariah's here for everybody. Fixing the global economy. Thank herself. you for bringing that up. Yes. Thank you, thank you. Because now I'm going to use that as one of my receipts. Yes. When these people are arguing about why Mariah's selling out to McDonald's. Uh huh. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Um, Okay, but before we get to our splash break and then we bring our guest Ruben on to talk about that, um, the Spanish translated version, we Mm -hmm. have a couple other festive things to wrap up from this week, Mm -hmm. which I think the big one is like, um, you know, Mariah's been doing all these interviews and there's a lot of little things that are going on in them. But the big bit of information that we received is that All I Want for Christmas is You is now certified diamond. Yeah. Diamond, honey. Now that means 10 million units moved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. And you know, you know, uh, the Stan Wars on Twitter, you know, the 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 Swifties mm-hmm. and, and the Lambs and mm-hmm. all the Stans and everybody. I don't know what they're all called, but they're like, now Mariah and Taylor Swift are the only people to ever have a Diamond single and a Diamond album. Because uh-huh. Mariah has two Diamond albums. Music Box. And Fantasy. Or Daydream. Daydream. <laughs> Slash, might as well be called Fantasy. Yeah. And now All I Want for Christmas is You. And then Taylor Swift, I think, um, has like um, 
shake it off, not the Mariah shake it off, Mm-mm. but so we don't talk about that. But apparently that's diamond. Is it really? That's what they say. Huh. I have no, no receipts, but that's what they say. And then I think her fearless album. Uh huh. Yeah. So, all right. Good, good. Yeah. Good. Taylor's in good company. Okay. Interesting. Very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. So Mariah finally got it with that song. That song Absolutely. keeps chugging. All the way, all the way. It's already back on the Billboard Hot 100, number 36 this week. Yeah. Which I think is doing good compared to last week. Because now you know you got all the marketers out there yes. who are doing like, oh, what was it doing last year at this time? This mm-hmm. date, and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, it is on track to be number one again. I saw this meme and it was like, all for Christmas, and it's like from a scene from a movie, and it's like it's self-sufficient now. There's no stopping it. <laughs> Just like <laughs> you don't even have to do anything, no. Mariah. You could stop yeah. doing all these specials. <laughs> you let it live by itself. It's it's good to go. It's good to go. Yeah. I, well, that's amazing. That's amazing. I mean, the song is literally a classic. Not in modern day have we ever had a Christmas classic like this. Mm-hmm. And everyone else who is trying to create a Christmas classic, they can't. the Kelly Clarksons, mm-hmm. the all these people, we love them. We love their show, but it's never going to happen. It's once in a lifetime, honey. Yeah. Maybe, maybe your great grandchildren, maybe their generation will have a new Christmas classic. Yeah. Not until then. Mm -hmm. So sorry about it. Mm -hmm. Sorry about it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So we love that. We love that. And we learned about that from a snippet of um, the new Apple special. Yeah. The new Apple interview slash mini concert bonus bonus thing moment uh-huh the bonus moment so that's where we learned that because she was doing uh she was talking with zane and yes. they, he brought that up and then we got another clip of the song baby christmas baby please come home christmas mm-hmm. baby mm-hmm. you know whatever that is apparently she's redone it a little bit she has redone so it a we'll little see bit what that is it, i bet it's gonna be cute i bet it's cute i bet it's cute yeah um, but I, uh, you know how last week we were doing the mathematics to be like, how long is everything going to be? Yeah. Cause like she has, she has, she only has 18 minutes. Yeah. I well, went back to the Apple, um, the listing on the Apple app, I guess, whatever mm-hmm. it's the TV app. Cause I thought maybe it was a typo and they fixed it. Yeah. Like it's maybe it's there. 28 minutes. Yeah. But no, it's still no. there. It's still 18 minutes. Well, word on the street, word on the street is that, um, and I cannot confirm or deny this, but you know, mm-hmm. words on the street, you always got to see. Maybe, maybe not. It's just allegedly on the street. It's allegedly out there, girl. Yeah. I was, it was f- being kicked around down the streets. What? Tell me. Um, that the interview with Zane is 10 minutes. What? Yes. The interview with Zane is 10 minutes. And the song Christmas Baby, Please Come Home is three minutes. And Fall in Love at Christmas, which does not have new live vocals, is five minutes. How do you hear all this? Girl, I, <laughs> I heard it on the streets, girl. I swear I did not make it up. But somebody who said that they had some sort of information told me that. Hmm. Yeah, so. Ten-minute interview? That's what I said. But really, if you think about it, with all the stuff they're talking about, Mariah has the kids there. That's that's ten minutes. I mean, maybe it's eight minutes and you like include like the opening sequence number or something like that. But yeah, it's just two songs and an interview. I feel like in a YouTube world, we don't need that on our good Apple TV special. Okay, well, that's true. You know? Just put it on the YouTube, girl. Ten minutes of interviewing Zane, yeah, throw it on YouTube. Oh, yeah. And give us an hour of songs. More singing. Yeah. More singing, more wigs, more gowns. <clears throat> but then here, yes, more gowns, more <laughs> gowns, more gowns. <laughs> 
Um, but then do you think like this would be something that Mariah continues every year with Apple? Because if you she's want, just going to give us this, then, like, no, I want another special. And you had a, a thought that she should, what should have been done is that create the main, the first special that we have. Uh-huh. Then, like, add chapters to it each year. Well, yeah, that would make sense. Not like it's interviewy kind of stuff. But it is what it is. It is what it is. And it's coming out next week. So we'll be reporting uh, on the festiveness of it all. Yeah. Because she looks gorgeous. Everybody looks gorgeous. Dancers are gorgeous. Set is gorgeous. Looks all looks Every, good. Gorgeous. Looks good. Rich. Mm-hmm. Very rich. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. We'll have festiveness next week. Yeah, I was thinking after next week, our life won't be the same. We have a new piece of work in the canon. I know. It's true. It is very true. And now we're going to watch it a million times. Yeah. And it's going to be fun. Uh-huh. It's going to be a little addition to our, you know, already festive holiday season. Now, do you think we have to go straight to it? Or do we need to watch the first one first and then let it run into the, the new one? Yeah, I, the think you're, I think you're... I think they're going to be two separate pieces that you don't need to watch them next to each other uh, before or after one another. Okay. You know what I mean? Unfortunately. Mm. Maybe one Maybe one day she will do like an actual part two of Mariah's Merry Christmas, mm. Magical Christmas. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I think it's just too soon. Maybe it is too soon. For all of it. For this new one too. Yeah, exactly. They should have waited. Well, it's fine. We'll take it there. Well, I'm We're taking, taking it. it. I, no, don't tell because I want to hear this new Christmas baby. Please come home. Yeah, I do want to hear that because it sounds really fun. But also now that uh, Joseph Kahn tweeted quality, not quantity. Mm-hmm. I better. I want to see what kind of quality this is. It better be quality. Now I'm looking for quality. That's right. That's right. Um, well, speaking of quality, Mariah's been doing a lot of interviews promoting yes. this Apple special. Yes. And, I mean, she has sat down with probably nearly 20 different major outlets. Mm-hmm. Um, there was even talk of some lambs got to interview her, lambs who work in journalism. Mm-hmm. And she's out there promoting, promoting, and talking to everybody. Yeah. Um, from the couch. From the couch in the Christmas room. Yes. Here in L.A. Yes. Yes. And is that the same couch as last year's Apple promo? Is that the Apple couch? I have no idea, girl. I didn't inspect the It looks couch. like the last one. I did not inspect the, the same couch. same set. Because I was inspecting the dress. The dress. The good red dress. Mm-hmm. A little butterfly pin. Mm-hmm. All the jewelry in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, can she have another bracelet on? <laughs> Please. Put <laughs> yeah. another one on, girl. Please. <laughs> we need a new diamond for the <laughs> celebrate Wait, the new diamond. did you also notice now she has two butterfly rings? She's always she's had that for a while. Has she had the two butterfly rings? Yeah, it's the new one that moves. No, this is not the new one that moves. It's the same exact one. Okay, maybe I don't know because I was watching on tiny screens. Ah, uh, but it last looks year. it looks just like the other one, the, her normal one. Yeah, no, she got the new one. Something happened. Something good happened. Oh, she got a big Santa check somewhere. Santa yeah. brought her another <laughs> yeah. one. <laughs> I can't remember what the occasion was, but she treated herself. Oh, okay. So now she has two. Yeah. Okay, I didn't recall that. I think they're both Van Cleef. I think so. I think they're both the same thing. Mm-hmm. Either way, she's she's jeweled out. Jeweled out. out, as as they would say. Yes. Um, and she looks gorgeous. But, okay, there were a couple funny moments. We we're going to wrap it up because we have to take a splash break. But there were a couple funny moments. One of them... Everyone's like, oh, she's shading Nick Cannon. She's shading Nick Cannon. But I was like, girl, she's really... I mean, she is shading Nick Cannon, but she's also telling the truth. Well, I, I, yes. Go ahead. <laughs> no, <you laughs> we'll talk about it. No, okay. So the interview, uh, the, the guy interviewing her said, oh, will the twins, Moroccan and Monroe, ever invite their step 
siblings mm. over for the holidays so they can experience Santa and the reindeers and all of that. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not on Mariah's dollar. Uh-uh. No, ma'am. And then Mariah didn't even answer the question because she's really good at avoiding questions. She's the queen of it. But she immediately went into, no, no, they're not step. They're not step. Because you have to be married. You have to be married in order for them to be step. Then I was like, yes, you're right. We're that barely related to them. Exactly. We don't barely even know them. No. No. I don't know. They're I not don't... coming to Christmas. There's too many of them to know. I... She's over here making Christmas magic. You think she can remember all these other kids' names? We don't know their names. I don't know their names. Because I'm waiting on Mariah's magical Christmas. Yes. I don't have time to remember all these people. Also, don't be bringing kids, more kids around because she put those kids into the next special. It, no, please. Keep no, those kids away. <laughs> please. Please. <laughs> we don't have space. Oh, my goodness. Yes. No, we don't have space. But she's completely right. Those are not stepchildren. No. They And she, and she was very adamant about it. And yes. then she... She gave this smile and she lifted her eyebrows mm-hmm. and she was like uh, very, very similar to the I don't know her moment. Mm-hmm. It was like a very 2021 I don't know her moment. We're not involved with And we're kids. not going to know them. No. But I'm sure Mariah gives them love and all of that. And she probably will send them Christmas gifts. Who knows? Maybe, maybe not. Th- so she don't have to. No, the kids can send them gifts. There you go. Monroe and Monroe can do it. There you go. Mariah ain't got nothing to do with them. No. No. And that's not, there's no fault of hers. Rocky knows how to use Amazon. Exactly. Send them a dog. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. absolutely. So there was that cute moment. And I loved it because once again, Mariah is shading, but she's shading in the truth. Yes. Exactly. Is shading in the truth. It's not bad. I don't see anything wrong with this. There's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> I agree with her. Yes, we don't know. We're not. No, they're not steps. <laughs> they're not. They absolutely are not. Um, so we loved that moment. And then what were some of the other moments in the interviews that we enjoyed? Um, oh, what about when they asked her about Britney and she actually answered? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Because Christina Aguilera caused <gasps> a whole debacle <gasps> out in the pop world. Could you imagine? Yeah. This is going to be a long episode, maybe. It's a long episode, but it's all right, guys. It's, it's a lot right. to cover. <laughs> I know, we're just going to take a splash break moments ago. But yeah. anyways, okay, well, we'll finish up with... Um, with this Britney, Britney. talk mm-hmm. because because Britney is out here on the Instagram. She's free. And she's out. She's out. She's living her life. She's yeah. dancing in front of the Christmas tree. Uh-huh. She's hopping and bopping with her boyfriends. Yeah, yeah. They're doing everything. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Christina Aguilera was at the Latin Grammys. Oh, we we're going to talk about the Grammys in a moment. Oh, yeah. But, the um, regular Grammys. Um, she was at the Latin Grammys and her publicist pulled a Cindy Berger yes. and was like, we're not doing this. We're not answering this, blah, 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 because they asked her about Britney. Which is just weird that they, that was a, a do not talk. Exactly. Point. Why? Why not? Yeah. I mean, as far as we know, these are two grown adult women, you know, whatever the thing was in the past yeah. as teenagers, children, whatever, you know, I thought they had no beef. Right. So, but here's the thing. That publicist is also Mariah's publicist. That's him. Really? Yes, it is. I didn't look that close. Okay, it's him, though. It's him. Brett. 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 Maybe he got burnt. And he's like, (laughs) Mariah, if they ask you about Britney, (laughs) answer the question. So that's maybe he's like, you can answer it, Mariah, because you know what I mean. Uh Um, But yeah, it was him who pulled Christina away. Oh, really? Absolutely. Yes. But then, oops, you know, but don't, don't piss off Miss Britney Jean Spears Mm-mm. because she'll She's get not in ra- the mood because she knows how to use Instagram stories now, honey. <laughs> yes. She knows more than I do. Yes. So she went out on the Instagram and she dragged her uh-huh. saying, oh, oh, all of a sudden you, you know, but everything, but now you don't want to 
talk about it. Yeah. Oh, okay. But here, Mariah was out talking about it. She was. And she said good things. Yeah. Yeah, of course. She was like, give this woman her freedom. Everybody deserves that. And it's an archaic system. Exactly. Like, it needs to be reformed in so many ways. Yes. Ugh. Tragedy. I know. But look at Mariah. Mariah's out there. She's speaking. She also sounds like confident and fun and the interviews are going great. Yes, absolutely. She's sounding festive. I mean, essentially she's telling the same stories, but uh-huh. we don't have to tell the general public that. No, it's for Joshmo. That's yes. But she's telling <laughs> the same stories we've always hear. The reindeers, yeah. the this, the that, the hot She cocoa, wrote the song. All this. Uh-huh. We love it. We love it. But um but I bet we have a lot more of those to look forward to as well. Mm-hmm. Little interviews. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even after this um Christmas special. But now officially let's go to break and let's uh, before we go to break, let's end on a very negative note. Let's stick to the Grammys. <laughs> Nominations were out. No nomination for Mariah's audiobook, which was the best only audiobook I listened to recently. See, and now here's the thing. I have listened to a lot of other celebrity audiobooks. Mm-hmm. I have listened to Jessica Simpson. I have listened to Alicia Keys. I have listened to multiple other audiobooks that mm. are not of like big celebrities. So I know a good audiobook when I see it. I'm not just talking out of my lamb, mm-hmm. you know, ness here. Yeah. I've listened to a lot of them, and Mariah's was magnificent. Right. She's singing. Girl, and just the way in which she's telling the stories, just her voice alone. It's the Grammys. It's, can you believe it? I mean, yeah, I guess we can can believe it. I can believe it. We can, that she did not get nominated. And I'm like, these other books that are out out there nominated, I mean, okay, maybe Barack Obama's book, but I didn't have time to read or listen to that one. Did he sing? He most certainly did not. Uh And if he did, he shouldn't have. Yes, it's not his job. That's not, no, no, no. So I just cannot believe. But it's not even a music cat. Like, Barack isn't music. Grammys are music related. It's just, it's absolutely... Un- unbelievable. Rigged I mean, and fraudulent, as yeah, always. Thank you. They're sticking to their, their brand. Yeah, they're they're right on brand with that. Yes. I just... It, it, Allegedly. <laughs> just... That's just a shame. It's They'll all... never change. They'll never change. Which is fine. Don't want you. No, no, not at this point. Nah. But that book deserves something. That audiobook deserves many, many accolades and many awards and many flowers. Because mm-hmm. that's a good audiobook. It's good. It is amazing. Anywho. Anywho. But now, whatever, we're used to not getting Grammys. That's right. That, you so know it's what? not a big deal. But this I thought was going to be a little bit different. Maybe that'd come around. You know, but no. There's no hope there. Nah. No. Trash. Bye. Leave them. Yeah. Bye. They're in the dust. Anyway, stay tuned. We're going to be back with, speaking of the book, mm-hmm. we're going to be back with uh, Ruben Rodriguez. He translated the book into Spanish. We had a quick little chat with him, with you know, a little behind the scenes. Do you have a great idea for a podcast, but don't know where to start? You need to know about Anchor.fm. Anchor has created tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so we can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Best of all, it's completely free. So take the first step. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started.
Okay, welcome back from the break. So not only has Mariah's paperback been released, but it's also getting translated into different languages. And we have a special guest with us. We have the translator of the Spanish version, Ruben Rodriguez, joining us from Spain. Welcome to the Mariah Report. Yes, hello. Hello, thank you so much for having me. No, we love it. We love it because this book is global because Mariah is global. So we need it in every language. So thank you so much for translating it for all the lands. You're welcome. <laughs> Ruben, where in Spain are you? I'm in, in the north of Spain, um, in one of those small regions in the north called Asturias. Wow. It sounds tropical and luxurious. Oh, not at all. Celtic heritage, bagpipes <laughs> and red honey. That's, you know, if you think more, more Scotland than Canary Islands for you. Oh, okay. And is that what you translate to the book? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's, where I'm, that's where I live. So um, I, you know, because of the pandemic and everything, I have barely left this region. So, <laughs> so wow. yeah, I've done it from here. But the thing, and here's here's what people don't know. You've actually translated a lot of books, not just Mariah, but also Alicia Keys and many others. So you're a professional at this. You know what's up. Well, maybe. I mean, it's been, you know, it all started with the Born This Way Foundation book. It all started with that in, uh. in the middle of, of the Panini that we don't want to talk about. <laughs> and And it was a very transformative year. So I've gotten to do all these projects, and and Mariah's book was was one of them. Um, as far as the Mariah book goes, uh, I was thinking of how long did it take me, when did I start, and all of this. And it's kind of hard to to decide on a specific time period because I feel like I've been doing it forever. <laughs> because mm -hmm. when it came out, I bought myself a copy of the book because I wanted to see what she, you know, the story that she was going to tell us and what she was going to do. At the time, we didn't know from the publisher. We didn't know if Team Mariah was going to make it happen in terms of, you know, international editions. We weren't sure about that, but I just bought the book. And then time went on. I read it. I took my notes because I like to, you know, scribble on my books. Absolutely. And be a bit messy with my reading. And earlier this year, right when we thought that it was going to be a no-no, it was a yes-yes. <laughs> After the green light, we got the green light and I made room for Mariah and I reorganized my task list and everything. And I got to work on it. So I'm, I'm very, you know, for me, it's 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 always an achievement to do these things. And I feel very grateful for it as well. So uh, you've been dropping in all these little Mariah nuggets, like the make it happen, a no-no. So you're a fan, actually. I like to think of myself as a sideline lamb in the sense okay. that growing, growing up, okay. I was a bit of a Britney. I was a Britney kid growing up, you know? Uh -huh. So um, I got into dancing and all that. Beautiful, fantastic. But, you know... I saw Mariah three years ago in Madrid at her Christmas show, and of course, I knew of her. I knew of her catalog. I knew of the countless moments that she's given us, you know, over the years. And But I wasn't really, you know, I didn't really know a lot about her. I didn't know a lot about um, Mariah the person. Mm -hmm. I didn't know a lot about her story. So getting to do this has allowed me to to see that kind of thing, and especially when with the kind of work that I do, because you mentioned in the beginning how I've done all these memoirs have been working a lot on stories about the heart and the person behind the persona. So in this case, getting to see Mariah and getting to see the heart and the person behind the glitz, the glam, the wind machines and the, you know, the beautiful, the gowns, the beautiful gowns <laughs> and, and just about everything. So um, it's, 
it's always it's always great it's always great for me and as for the references you know you have to get you have to get into it you have to immerse yourself into it all so and in the publisher we're such a small team and two-thirds of the team are lambs so so you know that that kind of rubbed off on me as well well it's good to know that the people working on it are fans not just like random people translating <laughs> and it's just like a cold experience it's nice to know that the people are enthusiastic and no you know no mariah and they're involved and engaged um you mentioned that you didn't really know much about her but apart from like you know the iconic moments and her music and stuff what was surprising to you when you read her story and, and you know translated it i guess and learned about her i think the family story because usually usually it is the family stories that are the most surprising to me because of course you don't usually know unless they tell you, so unless they decide to share them. So mm -hmm. everything having to do with her sister and that that sketchy situation that she was in. And something else that, well, not that it surprised me, but it was something that I really enjoyed was how she touched on, on colorism and the wayward child section of the book, mm -hmm. uh, talking about how she, sometimes she wasn't seen as black enough or white enough, depending on where she was and how she didn't fit in. And basically, I would, you know, back to what surprised me, because I like to take detours sometimes. Um, <laughs> most of the second part of the book, I'd say, there were parts within sing, the whole Sing Sing situation. Some parts I had no idea about. And then on a lighter note, the Divas section, I think translating it, one of the challenges I would say was going from the bleaker moments and the bleak, you know, the bleaker situations to the more lighthearted situations and the changes in register and how you know you can go from talking about these very difficult times and then being a bit more you know a bit more fun about it in the work because you know we know that in the book we have parts that are a bit more fun and parts that are definitely not fun at all so lots of contrast there was there anything that was difficult for you to translate like you found a, a story that didn't make any sense to you maybe it was like very americanized and you had to really research that part right let's say one word perfectionism uh -huh. hello how are you <laughs> i'm fine thank you so um <laughs> that's one of the things uh whenever i do translations uh i like to get a first draft done just get it done and then keep going keep revising it keep reviewing it and I do lots of marks and little things like that. And so with Mariah, I felt that, you know, one of the, how can I, what can I call them? You know, one of the principles in translation is that it should be, you know, my presence as a translator should be invisible. I am supposed to be, to become the Spanish voice, you know, Mariah's Spanish voice, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that can lead you to have to translate everything. But then if you translate everything, you may be losing some parts of mm -hmm. the, the the culture or some parts of the references, the Mariah-isms and that kind of thing. So I did the translation thinking of the references, thinking of, okay, this this title is a reference to a song. It's not just a, a random sentence or, or this, this way, you know, darling is darling, right? Mm -hmm. It's not, I can say it in Spanish, okay, fine, cielo, mi vida, corazón, whatever it is, but it's not the same thing. So I've I've thought of it as, you know, why is this important and, and what do the fans see in this? And and where does it, you know, how am I supposed to do it? So I, with every project, I like to focus on that and think of, uh, you know, in this case, the Mariahism. So when people read the translation, you're going to see some transformation. You're also going to see some things that have been left as is, just like, 
of course, we're not going to translate the song lyrics. I mean, we've had a couple of Spanish adaptations back in the day, but not all of them have been translated. So, you know, mm. that's the catalog. That's the catalog and that's how it should be. That's right. Now, one of my favorite things about the meaning of Mariah Carey memoir are the chapter names. And I've been dying to see how you translated the chapter name Dog Hair and Calamity. Like, how? what do you translate that to in Spanish? Oh, my goodness. I mean, I thought it was, I thought it was Desastres y Pelo de Perro. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't have the document with me right now, but, but I think that was the translation. If not, if not, I'll correct myself on Instagram later on. <laughs> well, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. But it basically, it's it translates very well. Also, we noticed uh, with the other languages, the title translates differently. So what does what is the title of the translation? Right. The translation of the title in this case is more literal. I, you know, we did suggest a couple because we saw variations in the other international editions. So we asked. Mm -hmm. But um, but that's the title that was approved. And we said, okay, we can keep it more literal or we can do these other titles with more, you know, a bit more creativity or a bit more preserving alliteration, you know, the repetition of meaning Mariah and so on. Uh, but eventually we settled on, on that title and that's what was approved. Now, as you're like immersing yourself in all things Mariah while doing this translation and, you know, listening to her catalog and everything like that, were there any like new songs that you like sort of discovered or that you remembered and been like, oh, wow, this song, I really like it, like it or, you know, like, did anything catch you? Um, maybe not the new ones, but I kind of rekindled what I had with Hero. Ah. There was something, I mean, I was four when Hero came out, so I didn't really, but I knew there was some, there was one song, and for me, there was one song growing up from, of hers that I, that I had heard many times and that I liked, and as I was doing it, I, I went back into it, and so I kind of rekindled that with, with Hero. I know it's not one of the, of course, it's not one of these unreleased ones or one of these rarities that we had you know but um for me it was it's a special song i'd say yeah. now we've like a nostalgia to it for yeah you. and were you listening yeah. to the english version or the spanish version here away <laughs> mm -hmm. english <Or> both. <laughs> english now because um i when i listen to trans to, to songs or things that have been adapted i i I tend to get my you know i tend to put my translator's hat on and uh -huh. i don't like i tend to get a bit too caught up in the you know in how it was adapted and it loses, a, you know, sometimes I lose track of it. So I prefer, mm -hmm. I, in this case, the original. Wow. Okay. Well, Ruben, how can people get the book? Because it's not out yet. It's coming out soon in Spanish. Right. So it's coming out uh, mid-December. Uh, if you go on to Ediciones Camelot, the profile of the publisher, you can find a link tree. You can find the links to pre-order the book, depending on where you are. Mm -hmm. And if anyone has any questions, they can contact the publisher. They can contact me. And my social media, it's Ruben R. Cubiella. And on Instagram, it's R-U-B-E-N-R-C-U-B-I-E-L-L-A. -L -L I know it's it can be hard, but I'll be around. You'll see me. You'll see the book. And people will find me regardless. I and guess. we'll put the links in our description. In the yeah, sure. Perfect. Yes. yes. Well, thank you so much for joining us and telling us a little bit about your experience. And I know all the Spanish-speaking lambs are going to love this book. Yeah, I hope I hope they enjoy it as much as we enjoy doing it. And I must say before before we finish that uh, we're so grateful for the support that we've been getting, people sharing it, people pre-ordering it. 
and 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 just you know showing that love i think it's it's amazing and especially as a small independent publisher with the year that we've had it, it was just it's it's really it's great it's fantastic so i'd like to thank everybody i'd like to thank you once again for inviting me absolutely and, of course. and i can't wait to see the spanish title on our bookshelves just to add to the collection <laughs> yes <absolutely>. fantastic <laughs> okay thanks ruben thank you, thank you. All right, thanks, Ruben, for joining us. Yes, all the way from Spain. Again, like I said, Mariah is working with the big corporations and the little independent publishers in the top of Spain somewhere. All Rural around Spain. the globe. All yes. around the globe. Very global. Uh huh. And we love that. Yeah. And we love that there's an enthusiastic team behind the translation. Right, and that's the thing. And I think the thing about this whole book, when it first came out, and us like first talking to Michaela Angela Davis, mm -hmm. these people who are working with Mariah on this book, from Michaela and now with Ruben, these people really immerse themselves into this person mm -hmm. to do the best that they can right. to help Mariah get her message across. Yeah. And that's what we love. And it's nuanced. It's not like they just dropped the text into Google Translate and that's what it is. Right. They right. went in and like fine-tuned it for the Spanish um, community so they can read it and get the nuances, get the same experience. All the Mariah-isms yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. that's a lot of hard work and we appreciate it, Ruben, and thanks for joining us. Yeah, very insightful. Thank you. Yes. And with that, I think we will wrap up this episode. Yes. We will be reporting next week mm -hmm. on a festive Mariah Merry Magical Christmas continuing. Watch us talk for two hours about it. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, 18 minutes. Or 18 minutes. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much. Don't forget, leave an Apple Podcast review. Share this episode with your friends. Post it on your social media. Everything helps us, helps the show grow, keeps things running. And you can join us on the after show as well over at patreon.com slash the Mariah Report. Bye-bye. Bye. The Mariah Report is produced and edited by Dan Enriquez and Martin Burgess. Hosted by Dan Enriquez and Martin Burgess. Graphics created by Sean Marks. Theme music created by E-Reezy Thank you to the listeners who support the show on Patreon. If you'd like to show your support or for more information, visit the show notes in your podcast app.